Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, morning Russell. Morning, everybody. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for this new day. With all the conditions outside, with all the challenges. Some of us are on the road driving. Some of us are in our house. Some of us at work. We are in different parts of the world doing different things at this time, Lord. But the one thing that is common is we are united in prayer. We are focused on you. Our hearts are connected with you. We thank you, Father, for this new day. For all the good that you pour in it. And despite all the challenges in our heart, we still remember that you are still God. More importantly, you are with us. And when you are for us, nothing and no one can be against us. We thank you, Father, for our safety. We thank you for our health. We thank you for our peace. And we thank you for calling us again this morning to be with you, to draw from you and to drink from you again, to fill our hearts with your joy and that peace that only you can give and no one else can give. And what you give, no one can take away either. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer group, this prayer meeting, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. We share it with all those that are Christians but have not yet encountered you and all those that do not want to know you. Quicken them, Father, that they have a renewal of mind to see you and the truth be revealed to them. That truth which shall set them free by the spirit of truth. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the one who is ever faithful, the one who is our strong tower, the God of overflow, the God of miracles, the Elohim Adonai. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the Lion of Judah, the one who taught us faith, the one who taught us how to pray, the one who is our righteousness, our sanctification, our wisdom, and our redemption. The word himself, our daily bread. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth, the spirit of Jesus. The spirit of the living God. That same spirit through whom Jesus worked all miracles. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And he has given that same spirit to us. And he said, when he, the spirit of truth, shall come, he shall guide you into all truth. He shall reveal to you the deep and secret things from the heart of the Father. The same spirit who is the breath of the Father that gives life to our mortal bodies. The one who convicts us but never condemns the one who is ever patient and has made his tabernacle in our hearts to live with us today and every day for the rest of our lives. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your son, with your spirit, with angels, with destiny helpers, with family, with friends. You blessed us with every resource that we need in this life. 
to live a life of abundance. You have blessed us with the gift of your word, the book of commands, prophecies, promises, and your principles. Jesus gave us the authority to use his name. We thank you, Father, that we can use it in our prayer and make commands for situations to turn first in the spirit and then in the physical. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us food on our table, a roof over our head, that even extreme weather cannot trouble us in any way. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your mercy that you renew for us every morning. And you are ever willing to pour out your grace because your heart just knows how to love us. You are unchangeable. Nothing that we can do will change that love for you, for us, your love for us. We thank you, Father. And as we get into our prayer today, our reflection, I just want to touch a little more on fear as I prayed last night and reflected on it after Brother Savio's powerful teaching. False evidence appearing real. Fear. F-E-A-R. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there were two more things the Holy Spirit put on my heart as I reflected on fear. Where he said, number one, this, that Satan can only attack that which is in the flesh, not which is in the spirit. Question is, are you operating in the spirit out of the knowledge of what God's word says? Or are you operating out of the flesh in ignorance of that knowledge and that word? Fear is learned. We were not born with it. Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give us the spirit of fear. So fear is an emotion that we feel in the flesh. Remember, Satan can only attack the flesh. But emotions can be controlled and manipulated. They are often triggered by what we receive and accept. If you don't manipulate them, then someone external will. You can receive a bad report, a bad doctor's report, and it brings fear, worry, and anxiety, and all of those things in you. But you can also receive a good report and feel happiness, excitement, and peace. And so number two, Satan can only use these external circumstances to make you feel a certain way. Satan uses a lie to beguile and fool you into believing that. A negative piece of information to stir up your emotion. But if the word within you is strong, just as Brother Savio says, and he's posted that in his reflection as well this morning. But if the word within you is strong and you stay put, then Satan can do nothing about it. To do anything more, he needs your permission. By paying attention to the lie and when we believe it, we give him that permission. That's when we receive its outcome. 
Remember Mark 11 verse 23 and Matthew 21 verse 22 where it says what you believe that you will receive. If you believe the lie then that's what you will receive. A negative thought can become a negative prayer when we confess it. What we confess we will receive. When we speak negative and it follows the above rule of Matthew 21 verse 22 remember that prayer will also be answered. If God doesn't answer it, Satan is ever waiting to answer. To answer your negative prayer. And that is why Jesus says, stay focused on me. Not that external circumstance. Not the storm outside. Definitely not the fear tactic or the pressure tactic of Satan. To beguile you into speaking something negative. So today we're reflecting on that permission which sits with you. Your will that is located within your soul. Remember the soul has intellect, emotions and will and it sits in the junction between the body and the spirit. It is the connecting point. A Satan cannot attack you unless you will it. Let's look at biblical instances of this. In Job 1, Satan couldn't attack Job because of his hedge of protection that God had put around him. But when he asked God, God had to give him permission to touch Job without which he couldn't do anything to him. And in verse 12, when God said, all that he has is in your power, just don't touch his body. He got the required permission to wreak havoc in his life, in Job's life. So you have to give permission or God has to give him permission to do something. Likewise, we see in Luke 22 verses 31 and 32. But Jesus said to Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan, and I'll read the amplified version here. Satan has demanded permission to sift all of you like grain. But I have prayed especially for you, Peter, that your faith and confidence in me may not fail. And you, once you have turned back again to me, Strengthen and support your brothers in faith. So here again we see Satan sought permission. He did end up scattering the apostles. But it turned out, as Romans 8.28 will have it, for the good of the kingdom. They did not lose their faith as Christ, as Christ prayed for them. And ended up carrying that gospel. And here's a bonus about Peter and in him, it is about our faith as well. From that very incident when Jesus said, I have prayed for you. Jesus did not say, if you turn again, I hope you will be a strengthener. He was sovereign over Satan's designs right there. He said, I'm praying for you, Peter. I have interceded 
with the Almighty God and we have decided that you will deny me three times, which is what we see in, this, in the coming verses after that. And he said, you will cry. And when you cry, you will repent. And when you repent, you will turn back. And that's when you will become a rock. And on that rock, I will build my church. You will strengthen your brothers. That is what we need to do as well. When we make a mistake, to repent and to turn back, knowing that he can strengthen us in the same way. Now let's look at how he seeks our permission. In these above two instances, we have seen he has sought God's permission. How does he seek our permission? In Genesis 3, we see he beguiled Eve. He came as the serpent and he beguiled Eve. And in verse 6, chapter 3, verse 6 of Genesis, we see that the serpent gave her a report on the fruit. He spoke to her about the fruit. And he said, did God say so? No, nothing will happen of that sort. Likewise, when you are sick or when something isn't going well, he will bring a similar report. Or if he wants you to do something that is against the will of God, he will bring a good report just like that fruit that he showed Eve. And had she to renew her mind and stand firm on what God had instructed her, things would have been different. It was only when she accepted the fruit and ate of it, that's when she gave the devil permission to steal. And he ended up stealing man's dominion over earth. That is how he became the God of this world. Otherwise, man was designed and ordained to have that dominion over this earth. So Satan cannot attack you until you give him permission by accepting and believing what he tells you or what he gives you. He might even use pressure sometimes where he can make things go more and more wrong. See, remember, he can only affect the circumstances around you. But he cannot touch you. Just like in Job. He affected the circumstances around him in such a way, including even used Job's wife to say, why don't you curse God and die? But Job held on in his focus on God. He did not do it. But Satan does the same to us as well now. He beguiles us, showing us that fruit like he showed Eve, and then he uses circumstances to put pressure on us, including people in your own family who will tell you you're wasting your time. Nothing's going to happen. And you keep saying, no, by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, I am healed. You keep com committing yourself to scripture and to the faith that you're holding on to. Now, how do we fight it? The answer is in Romans 12 verse 2, which says, do not conform to the patterns of this world. Now, do you see how he creates those patterns? Those are his patterns designed to give him permission and control. He uses people in your own circles to speak those negativity, words of negativity to you. He uses circumstances to put pressure on you to change your confession from the word and alignment to the word to going against it and making a negative confession 
to speaking fear, to speaking doubt, and aborting your miracle. But Romans 12.2 says, do not be conformed to those patterns. Instead, be transformed by renewing your mind, reiterating your commitment, and standing your ground of what you believe in. That is where it is a test of your faith. Renew your mind by the word of God. And Ephesians 4 verse 27 says, Do not give the devil an opportunity or a foothold to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing an anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. Do not give him a foothold by those negative thoughts or still worse, converting those thoughts into words, verbalizing that negativity. Evaluate that report that he gives you. Discern it through the word and if it is his report and you know it, then we must reject it. Permission denied. That's what it will be. But if you still end up giving permission somehow, he ends up beguiling you and he has stolen from you. Here are seven confessions to take back what the devil has stolen from you. I'd like to conclude with these seven confessions. And you can say, I declare in the name of Jesus. Remember, it is his authority, the authority of his name. Number one, the favor of God is in my life and restores everything the enemy has stolen from me. This is referenced from Exodus chapter 3, verse 21. Number two, I am expecting great victories in the face of great impossibilities. This is Joshua 11, verse 20. Number three, I have found the thief and he must restore to me seven times what he stole from me. This is Proverbs 6, verse 31. Number four, I am pursuing total restoration of my money, my time, my opportunities, health, and relationships. And I will, without fail, recover all. The reference here is 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 6 to 8. Number five, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I expect blessings to chase me down and overtake me. Every tongue that rises against me will be shown to be in the wrong. No weapon formed against me, my finances, my health, my family, or my ministry will ever prosper. These are based from Deuteronomy chapter 28 and Isaiah 54 verse 17. Number six. God is turning my situation around right now as I obey him and praise him with a grateful heart. My faith and trust in him is opening the door to a total and complete restoration of everything that has been stolen. Romans 8, 28. And number seven, I am more than a conqueror I am not only recovering everything that has been stolen from me, but I am going to a new level beyond that. 
in Jesus' name. Romans 8, verse 37. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each come to an understanding of your principles, the truth that you give us through your word so that we understand that Satan cannot steal from us unless we allow him to steal. That we shut every such door through discernment that you put into our hearts through the wisdom and understanding from your word as well. So that every opportunity that he seeks to use against us, we shut it and we turn it against him. We receive grace and we receive strength, Father, as we commit our hearts to you, as we submit to you, so that when we then resist the devil, he must get tired and flee from us. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for that edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all the requests that are mentioned on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, for all those that are battling COVID and any other life-threatening circumstances, those that are in hospital this day. We pray for the safety of all those that are traveling this day, especially here in, in Queensland and in New South Wales, in Australia, with the rough weather, the heavy rains. We thank you, Father, for their safety. We pray in a special way for all those families that are battling separation today. We pray also for every family and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with our need. We cover each of these by your precious blood, Jesus. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us and to protect us and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, from hijacking and terrorism. I command that angelic protection and safety in the name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds as well. That which is unholy and is not of Jesus. Every such chain, every such yoke, Lord, let it be broken by your anointing. I ask you to release your anointing over each one that we now pray for. Any kind of stronghold that has taken control over their lives, including addictions, including fits of rage and anger, including any kind of mental disorders, anything that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground and is a cause for worry. We come against it under the authority of the King of Kings and in his name, the name of Jesus, we declare those chains broken now. We pray also for all those that are battling financial challenges. Those that are seeking new jobs. We thank you, Father, 
for your divine provision first of wisdom for them to see your principles and your ways and by applying those ways of financial increase and growth we're able to step into the abundance that you make available to us and then by way of opportunities lord that there are new jobs we create we we prophesy the creation of those new jobs in the spirit that those are made available to them and through the destiny helpers that you have released into their destiny father and you said you know the thoughts that you think towards them the plans that you have for them locate them in that plan father and let that abundance overtake their lives this day we pray also for all those that are victims of war that are refugees this day we pray in a special way for the people of the country of ukraine for all those that have had to leave their homes we pray also for all those that are victims of abuse that are victims of discrimination of any kind we pray for those that are contemplating euthanasia or suicide those that are contemplating abortion that life is a precious gift that comes only from you father and you give that gift with love we ask for your mercy lord to touch these lives we offer our faith to stand in that gap that that dear and precious life be spared and be brought into your kingdom father we pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well in a special way for all those in our family and friend circles that have not yet been saved that have not yet received salvation quicken them o father and let them call on your name draw them towards you that they be spared that they receive your mercy and they receive an entry into your kingdom the kingdom of light and life father we thank you that you have heard our prayer that you always hear us and when we speak your word and release our faith your holy spirit moves and hovers over every such challenge and we believe lord in miracles and so we receive we now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us oh holy spirit knowing that you intercede with us for us and on our behalf and we are able to make this our prayer of agreement with you along with each other and every word that we pray is an answered prayer i encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for this gift to release your faith in your tongue and ask the holy spirit to take over let us now pray in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit 
Thank you, Holy Spirit.
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for every prayer that is made on this platform is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture I've been given today is from Galatians 5.1. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat as well. The first one is from Mark chapter 9, verse 29, where it is written. And he said to them, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. And the second one, the second reflection is from Isaiah 49 verse 13, where it says, Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains. 
for the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today was from John chapter 6, verse 35. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that has been put in my heart is from Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for Jesus, that through him all atonement was made for us. And we thank you that he is our wisdom and our righteousness and our sanctification and our redemption. And because of that, we shall never again submit to any yoke of slavery. We shall meditate upon your word to do according to all that is written in it. So that we can then walk into a life of abundance in your kingdom and never again be a slave or a victim to sin. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Before I conclude, just want to make a call to all those that have loved this, this morning session and even last night's teaching on fear. Please go on to our YouTube channel or any social media, like and subscribe those videos, share it, 
on your platform so that others can receive that same message and they can be blessed too. There will always be someone that only you can reach that no one else will reach and God is waiting for you to share that to them. Listen to him and share it with whomever he tells you to share it with. Be blessed everyone and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Thank God bless everyone. Have a lovely day. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.